Hey guys, and welcome back to my podcast, Bipolar Disorder. You're never alone with your yours truly, John Paul. Um, I want to keep it short today. I just wanted to go about how my day went and how horrible and unpredictable bipolar disorder can be. Let me just give you a little bit of a backstory on what went wrong. So I woke up feeling awesome. I was happy, uh, uh, I felt great, but then I got a flat tire while I was taking Robert to his job. So that just completely derailed me from <laughs> the good state that I was in, right? So um, it's so annoying because last week I got a flat tire and then again today, so it's double the fucking hassle. And it really just took me off into the dark and negative thoughts that my head, you know, makes up, you know, even though they're not real. So um, what really triggered, I was already upset about the whole thing with the flat tire, right? So I took my mom and my grandma and my grandma's sister to the furniture store because they they wanted to buy a new bed and some other things, right? So, once I got there, I was in the line waiting patiently to get into the store. These two douchebags of ladies shot my grandmother so they can go in first just because my grandma was taking too long to put on her mask. And I just went shit back crazy on them and I went full demon mode on them. And I'm not proud when I have this type of behavior because it isn't like something that I want to project. But this is how unpredictable mood swings can be. Um, so um, after we left, I mean, while we were there, um, my mom says something that really like pushed me over the edge, you know. Um, I'm really tired of explaining myself, my behavior, my actions to my family members who know about my bipolar since I was 20. Now I'm 33, right? So I'm so sick and tired of explaining myself, making excuses, and above all, just, you know, tired of repeating myself. That's one thing that I hate so much, repeating myself. So I was pretty upset. I just kept to myself in the store. My mom went went back to me to ask me what was going wrong. And and I was completely honest. I said, listen, sometimes the way you tell me things really fucking piss me off. Because it's not what you're telling me. It's how you say it. And right now, I I am heard that every time that I have a mood swing, you treat me like I'm stupid. Or, well, not stupid, you know, but just, you know, being a mom, you know, reprimanding her kid. And that's annoying because I'm a grown-ass man and I don't need that type of feedback. So she was like, blah, blah, blah. I don't really remember because when I get, like, episodes, I, like, my rational part of the brain, which is always 100%, goes to zero and my emotional intelligence goes to over a hundred percent so um when i'm having a mood swing i barely remember what one what went on 
So I told her, listen, I just want a space. I I don't need you repeating and repeating and repeating the same thing over and over. I get it. What, What pisses me off is that I... You're supposed to know and at least comprehend to some level that I'm not having a good day. I already told you about the flat tire. And, you know, I was really hurt. So, moving on, after I left, I went to um, the bank so my great-aunt could take out some money, withdraw money. And while I was in the parking lot, I received a message from one of my dear friends, Sahara. And that message brought me to tears. I'm just going to read um, real, that message real quick. She basically said, like, um, let me get the post on Facebook, guys. So, okay. So, she said, wow, what a real interview. I loved it. You know, this took me back to when we were in middle school. I remember that you were getting upset over everything and you will get depressed and at the same time you weren't you never admitted to anyone that you were struggling you always said no i'm fine but you never treated me wrong you always were really loving and caring and you always told me that you wanted to hang out with me and i know that you've been struggling since a young age but wow i feel so proud that you have created this um, recent awareness and that message just brought me to tears in the car so I was like trying to hold my tears back because I was with my mom and grandma and I didn't want them to see me like sad because I feel like since I have the disorder I I feel like I don't want to be a burden to anyone and you know it's really hard and complicated to put into words in a way that others that do not suffer from the same disorder understand so you know, my grandma was trying, I know that she was trying to make me feel better, but at the same time, she just made things worse because I got even more pissed because she said, oh, just think positive, put it in the hands of God and he will help you out. I'm not against religion or anything, but I tried to keep this podcast on my account free of politics and religious speak because I respect everyone and I want you guys to feel like my podcast and Twitter account is a safe space where you want with no judgment at all because who am I to judge how can I just uh, judge someone else when I have made so many mistakes in the past right so I really don't regret that I didn't have access to this information because if I were to have this information when I was diagnosed, I would have never done this um, Twitter account and even much less uh, podcast and even more or less exposing this very, very intimate and personal part of my life. Um, I always feel like since I can't control my own emotions because they like get away from me. I have I, I feel like they need to control everything else around me, which is impossible, but I always try anyway, because, you know, um, it is hard to deal with this illness, but it's even harder to explain and feel understood by the people that are closest to you when you're in the mood swings, or at least when I'm in a mood swing, it's like so hard. For me 
Do not lash out at my loved ones just because it's easier. I tend to get really pissed off and just, you know, um, lash out at people. Because, like, I don't like to admit this, but um, when I lash out at people, it makes me feel better. Because I'm, like, just releasing that tension and energy and negativity out of my mind. But at the same time, it's not the right thing to do. Sorry, I was drinking some juice. Um, so, like I was saying, it is really easy to hurt people because it's a type of release. So, when we were out the car, I started crying, you know, for a straight 15 minutes. 15, I'm sorry. Um, and I needed to cry, you know, because after I cry... I feel like a relief in a way, you know, because I cleanse myself, I release that negativity. And for the longest time, I thought that crying was an equal sign of weakness. And I did not want anyone to see or think that I am weak. But, you know, when you think about it, you're not being weak, you're being human. And that's very different. So... After I cried, I felt better. You know, I was brainstorming on which episode, what topic I would speak on. And I wanted to share you with you guys how my day went. So sometimes family members, friends and loved ones or significant others try to help out. But in, when I'm in the state, I am mentally like blocked from all rational thought and I'm just go to like emotional intelligence. I barely remember what I do or say when I'm in the mood swing and I still own my own shit because something that I really hate about other bipolars and I'm not judging it's just that I it's my you know personal opinion is that they use they use being bipolar as a crutch To just, you know, um, justify their actions. You know, what you're doing while you're in the episode. So, you know, you're giving us a bad name. Because that's the gateway to people saying, oh, you're just being bipolar. They're just making a scene. I'll just get over it. Which is really hard to do when you have uh, an episode, right? Um, I've never felt so alone. As when people that are supposed to be my strength, my rock, say comments that actually affect me in a negative way. Because I'm expecting them to know better. So, after I left the bank, I just took my mom home and my grandmother and my aunt. And I just, like, got here, got into a shower. I spent a little time in there just to, you know, let the water cleanse this whole fucking mess away um now that i am more calm you know and level-headed i am able to express what i was feeling at the moment um you guys it, um this shows how unpredictable bipolar can be you never know when it's gonna hit i mean one of my early signs is that i get pretty annoyed like on edge like i'm expecting the other shoe to drop 
Another thing is like if you mess with my family members or loved ones, you're gonna get mm, the demons out of me. And I will just break you because when I'm in this state it's so easily and I like I'm I I am highly logical. I know what to say to cut deep. You know, my words can be so sharp and I'm it's something that I'm not happy about and I'm not like Uh, what's the word, you know, proud of, right? Um, bringing it to the factor that since I got laid off, I have nothing else to do but be on, at my apartment, cook dinner, clean the house, um, laundry, etc. It helps. Once I do everything that I have to do, I have so much time remaining that is driving me insane. I'm anxious all the time. I'm just walking around the apartment. I'm like looking for anything to do just to take my mind off, you know, the mood swing. And, you know, it's like I said, it's really complicated when you, when it comes down to explaining how you're feeling so others can understand. But deep down inside, I know that they may try to understand, but they really won't because they don't have the disorder. Um, how I'm coping with this, you know, getting laid off, having this extra time available for myself is, you know, keeping myself busy. Like, like I said before, like laundry and cleaning, cooking dinner, taking care of my dog, walking, going out, you know, trying to just escape my own self. And I have sometimes I have nightmares that I'm running away from someone But I don't know who they are. But once they catch up to me, when I look at the person, it's my own self. So I interpret that as me trying to escape my own self. That that part of me that I don't actually, you know, enjoy or love. But at the same time, I would not change anything at all. I mean, I it would be it would have been awesome if I have this type of feedback from someone that actually has the illness. But I don't. Regret not knowing because if I would have been, you know, more um, informed about this, I wouldn't be here and I would not be reaching as many people as I have been. You guys have, are giving me so much purpose and I'm so happy that you have awesome feedback that you have supported me when others fail to do so. Um... Um, one other thing that I wanted to add was like, um, <sighs> so I feel when I, f I always try to have control over everything else. I don't know, because it, like, since I don't have control of my emotions, I feel most of the times that they're not my own. I feel the need to like control everything else, organize everything, overthink everything when I should be just like relaxing like every other person. Uh, my advice to you guys is never to give up on your dreams, never to let anyone tell you that you can't do anything because you know what? We can't do anything. Don't let anyone bring you down. Don't let anyone, you know, treat you like you're a last because you deserve love, happiness. And I know that, well, at least in my case, I felt really selfish when I moved out with my boyfriend because I felt like I was leaving my mom behind. 
the reason this is affecting me was affecting me so much is because I've always felt that I was never gonna be enough for someone that no one was gonna see me or at least the real me and that I did not deserve happiness and I was gonna be a burden to the person that was next to me so I was just like only like hooking up with people or you know just like random one night stands because I, I didn't feel worthy of the love that someone else can give me because sometimes you think how can somebody else love me when I can not even love myself or, or see my own worth so my advice to you guys is is to you know I encourage you to talk about your type of bipolar with your friends and family let them know so they can you know actually help you out the best way that they can to have patience like I have with my own family because it's really hard you know to not you know lose it I sometimes you feel so broken and you feel like you can never gonna get yourself back together it's never you're never gonna be the same person that you were yesterday every minute that passes you're someone else and in the sense of personality because you have personal growth you have more motivation you want to help others and the whole purpose of the podcast and twitter is to not let them know out there that they're not alone that others like them are going through the same thing and if i can just add a little grain of sand that may make a domino effect and change someone's life, I am satisfied. I'm not looking to be famous. I'm not looking for, you know, personal gain. I just really want to give out this information to as many people as possible. I've been contacted from people from all over the world asking for advice or saying that they are thankful that they found me on Twitter that the feedback and the information that I give them is super helpful. And that, you know, fills my heart and just gives me so much purpose, guys. I mean, I'm so grateful to have such a community community that is so willing to help out, offer advice, you know, just letting me know that I'm not alone as well. That's why I want to start the hashtag Hashtag bipolar, you're never alone. I mean, let's get that going so people can actually find it when they see and try to look for something related to bipolar disorder. Um, guys, remember, I am always here if you ever need me. Right now, I'm feeling great. I mean, not great, but better than this morning. I am coping with this. I am doing my best. And I will keep informing you guys giving you more information on how my day is going but especially when i have bad days and mood swings you know because it's really really hard not to you know cry or just break down and it's okay if you do you know why not because you're bipolar because you're a human being as well and like i said before we all deserve all the happiness in the world we deserve to be loved we deserve to be seen and most important never feel alone so guys um i wanted to get this short so 
If you have any suggestions or questions on any other topic that you want me to speak about, or if you want to be a guest on my podcast so you can share your story so more people can actually see that they're not alone in this world. Cosmo or stop, Tanguero. So I said Cosmo, which is my other dog's name. So, um, guys, remember my mantra. Every day a battle, every day a victory, but most important, one day at a time. We're only human. We only want to want what others want, which is love, happiness, a family, to be understood, to be seen. Because sometimes we may be surrounded by so many people, but that does not mean that we are actually with other people and, you know, loved by other people. Um, and I want to thank you guys for all the support that you have given me. You have an awesome day, guys. If you need to talk, just, you know, contact me and I'm here for you guys. Thank you. You have a great day.